0: Welcome back. The Hammerdown Show is on. 101.7 The Hammer and 101.7TheHammer.com Over to our Hammerhead Hotline. Let's bring in DJ Fessler. Uh, this man uh, does a great job covering your Purdue Boilermakers for uh, SI Purdue and uh, was also up there at uh, South Bend to uh, watch the game on Saturday. Hey buddy, uh, good catching up with you again. Uh, Purdue comes home with that loss. Uh, that's a tough one there because you felt like you know, Purdue was in that one for a while, and some calls don't go your way. A couple of injuries, and then all of a sudden it gets out of hand, and you know Purdue's coming back with the loss. Uh, what? what g- give me your general reaction from what you saw up there in South Bend on Saturday.
1: Yeah, just uh, I I really thought the Purdue defense played pretty well. Um, just you know, you had those handful of big plays that went for scores that really just kind of tipped the scale for Notre Dame. But early in the first half, the, the Purdue offense, Jack Plummer, they couldn't really get anything going in terms of, you know, big plays. They were kind of nickel and diming down the field for their scoring opportunities. And that just kind of didn't get it done. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. some some fourth down opportunities uh, went in favor of Notre Dame, fourth and one. Uh, Purdue dials up a sweep play to Milton Wright that gets stuffed at the line of scrimmage, and uh, Notre Dame comes back the other way and scores on a fourth-down play of their own. So um, just not enough execution on the offensive side in the first half, but I I think the defense took some steps forward.
0: You know, you see Jack Plummer come out, Aiden O'Connell come in there towards the end of the game. Were you surprised by that uh, QB change? What did Jeff Brom have to say Uh, yesterday, or I'm sorry, Saturday and uh, today about a QB situation?
1: Yeah, you know, I was a little bit surprised, um, but uh, Brom's been saying just throughout fall camp and even after he announced Jack Plummer would be the starter that he feels good about his QB room and multiple guys can kind of come into the game if they need them to. Um, I don't think Plummer was playing bad per se. Uh, He just said after the game that he was under duress those first three quarters kind of taking some hits. So that was kind of when they made the decision to bring Aiden in. Um, unfortunately, he threw those two picks in the fourth quarter, but, um, I mean, going into Illinois, Jack Plummer's the starter. Uh, that's what he said today. Um, I- I'm not sure how much of a QB controversy there is right now. Um, it seems pretty clear cut that Jack's gonna keep, uh, you know, coming out of the tunnel under center.
0: We're talking to uh, DJ Fesler here on the uh, Hammerhead Hotline as uh, we recap uh, Saturday's loss to uh, Notre Dame and uh, get you prepared this week uh, for the game against Illinois. Jeff Brom spoke, I know, this morning. Uh, everybody has been wondering, and it seemed early that uh, you know David Bell was going to be okay in the general sense. Obviously, um, he's going to be dealing with some effects from that hit that he took, but uh, what's the latest on him, and do we think that there's a chance he'll play on Saturday?
1: Yeah, obviously uh, a scary situation, seeing David Bell take that hit against Notre Dame. Um, Purdue Athletics put up, put out that he was up and walking around after the game with teammates, um, but today uh, Jeff Brom said that he is in the concussion protocol. Um, I can't say whether or not he'll be available. They're going to continue monitoring his uh, monitoring his progress, you know, he's going to continue going through the the tests and all that just throughout the week. Um, a positive, though, Jeff Brom did say that uh, David Bell is a player that he doesn't need much practice throughout the week. The, the important thing is if he's ready to go and feeling good, then they won't hesitate to put, put him out there.
0: And I know there's some other bad news when it comes to the wide receiver room too, especially at uh that position because what his backup Mershawn Rice is also dealing with something and it doesn't sound like he's good to go for Saturday. Yeah. Uh
1: Brom said that Mershawn Rice, who normally backs up Bell, you know, comes in for a handful of plays each game. Um, would have had an opportunity if Bell couldn't go to step in, but today he said that uh Mershawn's dealing with a foot injury and will miss an extended period of time. He didn't elaborate specifically on the injury. Um, I don't recall uh, seeing Mershon Rice go down against Notre Dame, so um, I'm not sure exactly the extent of the injury or how serious it is. But, uh, yeah, Purdue could potentially be down two of its uh, receivers in the rotation against Illinois.
0: You know, on the defensive side, I think a lot of people were shot. I know there's a lot of Internet rumors on Friday about uh, the injury for Corey Trice. Uh, I, I'd seen some kind of crazy accusations being made, but he wasn't good to go on uh, Saturday. Has uh, Coach Brom given an update on uh, his condition, and could we expect him on Saturday?
1: Uh, it, it does not seem like Corey Trice will be able to go. Uh, he has an ankle injury, Brom confirmed today. Um, he said he could be out between two and four weeks, actually. So uh Kentucky transferred, Jamari Brown will step in once again and try to have another good performance like he did against Notre Dame.
0: Boy, do we have any good news anywhere here, DJ? Yeah, I mean right. is he is there anything positive here that we're able to take out of this loss from Notre Dame? I I look I, I think Jamari Brown's probably the, the biggest positive you take out of the game, right? Because he right. looked uh, he looked good. Uh, they really seemed to target uh, Dedrick Mackey in that one an awful yeah. lot. They tried to pick on him a lot, and, and it worked, to be honest.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there were a few plays Dedrick Mackey was just kind of kind of burned in the secondary. Um, unfortunately, um, Notre Dame actually missed out on a fourth uh, big play touchdown. Uh, a ball went right, right through a receiver's hands, and Dedrick Mackey was uh, covering on that play. So, Like you said, they were kind of picking on him a little bit. But Jamari Brown, I feel like he held up. Uh, Jeff Brom said that they weren't um, 100%, you know, comfortable just because he missed some time during fall camp with an injury of his own. Uh, But he's worked his way back. They put him out there, and he held his own. I feel like he played really well. And um, as long as he kind of, Jeff Brom said, as long as he keeps that hunger, they're looking for uh, good things out of him in these next couple weeks uh, filling in for Corey Trice.
0: I know you're there. You're 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 in the press box and everything, and, and you're trying to react to things. And then, of course, you know, online and, and watching at home's a little bit of a different story. Uh, there, there was a lot of displeasure with um, you, you know pass interference calls, holding calls, and such in this one from a Purdue fan base uh did jeff brom the coaching staff uh, anybody uh kind of uh, elaborate to that did, did they mention any of that kind of stuff in in, in the post game or is it uh, just us yokels sitting at home yelling at the tv um
1: well obviously those calls uh as much as they are frustrating for fans they're also frustrating for the coaching staff um brom didn't go too in depth on you know his emotions his feelings on the call they kind of they kind of look at it like you know, the play's behind them. They have to move on and, you know, execute on the next play. But um, some of those pass interference calls, you know, you had David Bell get pulled down by his jersey. That, that one that I I felt was pretty blatant, that didn't get called. And then on a fourth and two, Jalen Graham's defending uh, Notre Dame tight end, um, Michael Mayer, and he gets called for holding. And that was one that I, I was kind of leading towards the side of, that that probably could have been a no-call. It was kind of thrown towards the ground. Uh, you know, Jeff Rom didn't elaborate fully on those, but uh, I'm sure he was thinking much the same as the fans and obviously frustrating.
0: Lucky part for you, man. You didn't have to watch the broadcast and listen to Terry McCauley explain targeting two different ways. <laughs> man, you really lucked... You really lucked out on that, man. I promise you, you really lucked out on that one. Uh, DJ Vesler again, Sports Illustrated, uh, covers Purdue here. Uh, you can follow him on uh, Twitter, always does a tremendous job, man. Hey, thank you so much for getting us the latest there on the Boilermakers. Uh, we will talk with you again soon, all right, buddy?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I appreciate getting the opportunity to come back on the show.
0: Always love having you on, man. Take care of yourself. Yeah, you too. Thanks, bud. We got a break. We're going to come back and uh, we'll go back in time. We'll also, uh, get you a chance to win some tickets for the uh, Cannon game here coming up against Illinois on Saturday. That and more is next here on uh, the Hammer Down Show. 1017 to Hammer. 1017hammer.com. Having the right team is important, whether it's on the field, on the court, or in your security or door needs. Having the right team can mean the difference between winning and losing. Mulhops has been the leader in providing unique solutions to Lafayette's door and security problems. When it's time to kick off your next project, make sure you have Mulhops team of dedicated experts in the game. Mulhops, Lafayette's trusted partner for security, doors, and integrated solutions since 1876.